following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening, you are listening to The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM, KSIM. Mm -hmm. So thanks for listening this morning. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. So how's hope everybody's doing okay after all the, you know, holiday festivities, right? Christmas just ended and we're and about we're to have out of our food comas. Ooh, I don't know if I am. I don't know if I am. It's still there. I'm still I'm still wearing the stretchy pants. So. Well, I tell you, one of the things that I have definitely adopted from uh-huh. you, are, uh-huh. you know, your way of treating the holidays. Right, right is stretchy pants. Yes, stretchy pants are a must. Yeah. They're a must. And I don't have very many of them. Yeah. Because I don't want to wear sweatpants to, you know, a dinner. Well, yeah. But but I do have some now that are a little bit more stretchy. Mm-hmm. So thank They're you. They're a little more comfortable. And so, you See, know. as a female, we've adopted the leggings for all my ladies out there who are aware. So it makes it a lot easier to um, dress them up. <laughs> I still wear stretchy pants. Well, so. anyway, I hope everybody got yeah. to enjoy some time with family and friends and and uh, had a blessed holiday, and, and and obviously we're getting into the to the new year next yeah. week, and so uh, this is the sandwich show. Yeah, it is. It's, it is the sandwich in, show. <laughs> it's between we're sandwiched between <laughs> Christmas yeah. and and New Year's, yeah. and uh, obviously we hope everyone has a great, great, happy, and safe New Year. Yeah, that is not the title of our show, though. <laughs> it is not the title of our show. <laughs> that's not the topic uh, we're going to talk about. That's but. right. And so yeah. you know, it's always a good time of year to kind of sit back and think about what you've accomplished this mm-hmm. year, what mm-hmm. you've missed out on and some of the things that, you know, in other words, what can you get better at and what have you done well? Mm-hmm. It's always good to do both because you need some motivation on the things you've done well, but you also need to critique yourself and say, hey, what are we missing out on or what do we need to go to the next step here as far as our financial uh, picture is concerned, whether it's paying down debt or eliminating it or saving more for retirement, maybe you haven't maxed out. Uh, your contributions in your 401k. And I know for some people that may seem, you know, uh, uh, no way they can do that, but, but you never know. And so, you know, you can, you can uh, sit down and reflect, I guess is really what I'm trying to say on this year and then set some goals for next year. It's a great Saturday morning to do. Yeah, it is. It is. (laughs) Well, and just a reminder too, if you want to listen to any of our previous shows or past shows, you can go on Apple iTunes or Google or Spotify, and you can look at, you can podcast any of our previous shows. You can go to our website, theinnovativeteam.com and check out our previous shows there. There's also information on our retirement income toolkit, which is completely complimentary. So check that out. It's a good way to kind of kickstart your retirement. Uh, We got good articles in there to kind of read and and get started. And then um, also your book. So we haven't talked about your book a lot lately. So, um, but if you are interested in um, learning more about Brock and, you know, his kind of philosophy, I think around retirement, this is a good book, Mm -hmm. you know, check it out. It's called the last paycheck, how to create sustainable retirement income and keep the paychecks coming in. You can get it on amazon.com. It's 1295 a book. So it's, um, you know, really affordable. It's a good read and, you know, maybe something to do while you're, you know, you know, still dealing with the after effects of Turkey (laughs) or ham (laughs) or ham or whatever it is. One of the main reasons why we do this show is to educate people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we've brought some really good topics uh, to the shows this year uh, in 2019. We're really looking forward to to continuing this in 2020 uh, for everybody out there. And uh, uh, but one of the things that, that, that we have found that is really cool, too, is not only people have taken the information and said, hey, I've done a few things that you had mentioned. And it's really helped. But we also have people that have actually called and said, you know what, I just need to get a customized plan for myself to make sure that I can achieve my financial goals mm-hmm. for myself and for my family. And if that's you out there, if you're saying, I need I need to do that, I need, I'm five years away or less for retirement, and so I need to take the next step, give us a call at 573-332-7855. Leave us a message, okay? And then we'll call you back on Monday. 
Okay, but don't make that excuse. I'll just call on Monday. No, no, no. Go ahead and leave the message and then we'll call you back. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right, let's get started with today's show. Today's title is what? Feelings and finances, which I think is a good one, right? It is a good one. Because we always talk about emotions, right? How our emotions feel. But, you know, let's talk a little bit more about that. Well, the fact is, though, is that our emotions drive a lot of our decision making. Don't you think? You took the word. Is that what you were going to say? (laughs) It's almost like we've been married for 18 years. Maybe. Maybe we have been. Oh, here we go. All right. So so that's exactly right. And uh, so it's real important to kind of talk about some of these things. Mm -hmm. Kind of a a form of warm and fuzzy feeling kind of topics. And so let's get into it. What do you want to talk about first? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. Let's let's dive right in. And you kind of just tell us a little bit about. We're going to talk about retirement vehicles. We're going to talk about market performance. And safe money versus at-risk money. These are some things that will help you, by the way, mm-hmm. get this discussion started with your significant other uh, about your goals for next year. You mm-hmm. know, we just mentioned about how you need to do that. Uh, this is some great uh, trigger points, I guess you could call it. And we'll tackle this by talking about financial well-being mm. and ways to help achieve it. Okay. So I like that you mentioned financial well-being, um, you know, because I think a lot of people think of that as just being rich. Well, it is. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So oftentimes people can confuse, by the way, uh, having wealth mm-hmm. and financial security. Mm-hmm. I see that um, happening a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because having wealth is not does not mean having financial security. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain that here. Well, let me just do it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So you can measure the wealth of your coworkers, your families, your friends, reviewing the accumulation of money or positions that they have. And comparing it with your own, but financial well-being, being, excuse me, is different. Mm-hmm. Because my point is, is that that person may have more money than you and have more net worth than you, but that doesn't mean that they're financially secure because maybe they spend way more than mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Is it coming together and making sense? Oh yeah. Being financially secure is being confident that you have enough resources to cover your financial needs. And it's unique to everyone. So stop comparing yourself and what house you have compared to your friend's house. Stop comparing your balance in your 401k to anyone else. It's not about that. It's about making sure and being confident that you have enough resources to cover Mm -hmm. your financial needs and to make sure that you can cover whatever income goal it is that takes to maintain your lifestyle, not anyone else's. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So my point is, is it's not one of those of keeping up with the Joneses. Now, I'll take this another step further and say this. Being confident sometimes is not reality. In other words, confidence comes from work, putting in practice, putting in work. So how do you know for sure that you have enough resources to cover your financial needs? Well, you got to get a plan and put it together Mm -hmm. and see it because numbers don't lie. Right, right. Okay, so you might be confident, but you may be falsely confident, Mm -hmm. I guess is really what I'm trying to get at there. And the only way to be truly confident is to have a plan put together. Okay, Um, so let's take a moment and break down a little bit further about the characteristics of someone who is financially stable. Okay, for one, they have control over their daily, monthly and even annual expenses. Okay. We have a client questionnaire here at Innovative Financial Solutions that we make everyone fill out before we'll actually put a plan together. Mm -hmm. One of them, and there's probably 125, nah, there's probably 100 questions altogether. Yeah, it's long. It's kind of long, but (laughs) the more information we have, the better. Right. But my point is, is that out of the 100 questions that we ask on that questionnaire, the most important question that we ask that drives the success and or failure of your financial plan is, what are your monthly Mm, expenses? mm -hmm. Yep, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Now let's yeah. subtract the debt. Mm-hmm. So we want to add that, but it's going to be a temporary item. Why? Because that debt is going to be paid off at some point. Hope so. <laughs> right? You hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. that's the that's the deal. Put a goal, right. put a plan together to make sure it does get paid yeah, off at some absolutely. point. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Not to, yeah, yeah. So these people that do this, they typically have a budget mm-hmm. that they refer to frequently. And a lot of their financial life is planned out and allocated to different expenses, even before that expense may arise, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i.e. college expenses for your kids. Yep. I'm not saying what level and how much you should do or if you should do it at all. 
But if you plan on doing it, don't plan on doing it out of your cash flow because you think you might be earning more and you'll have stuff paid off. Those are unknowns. If you know that you're saving two or three or four hundred dollars a month in a in a five twenty nine for them early on, you know it. So you've turned an unknown into a known. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're also able. These people are also able to meet and overcome a financial shock that may land in their lap. Yeah, I think this is kind of good to talk about. You know, what is an example of a financial shock? Well, there's several different mm-hmm, examples, mm-hmm. but I think the first one that probably comes top of mind right. there is that a drop in the stock market, okay, or an unforeseen medical emergency. Those are probably the top two, I oh, would absolutely. say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Medical Pe- emergencies are huge. So, yeah. People who are secure in their financial well being don't let unexpected situations throw their finances completely off track. Another characteristic is that they are typically on track. To meet their financial goals. And they don't get greedy when the market's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they don't get emotionally depressed when the market's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because they keep putting money in and they're doing what we call dollar cost averaging. Maybe they are saving for a down payment on a house. Or simply squirreling away money. Excuse me. For retirement. But they have a plan. And they know that they're working. And, and that plan is working for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's either you plan to fail or fail to plan. Okay. But the point is, is you got to have a plan together for all aspects of all goals, right? Short-term goals, midterm goals, long-term goals. We all have plans for these things. You want to build a pool? Fine. Save the money to do it. Don't go home to a home equity. Okay. You want to, uh, uh, you want to retire at 65 or do you want to retire at 60? Fine. It doesn't matter one's not better than the other. Just know that if you retire at 60, you're going to have some health care cost that you may have out of pocket, more out of pocket because you don't have, you're not eligible for Medicare. But my point is, is that your goals are your goals, but it's the plan and, and how to reach those goals. That's what's most important. And people that are financial stable do have a plan. Finally, those with financial well-being often possess a certain amount of financial freedom that allows them to make decisions to help them enjoy their desired quality of life. Whether that is taking a family vacation or splurging on a new boat, people with financial well-being have control over their finances. And finally, they can make choices to spend their money how they want to, not always how they have to. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big, big statement. But I will say this. We're talking about today's topic is feelings and finances Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. they relate. And I will tell you that that last bullet, they make choices to spend their money how to, not always because they have to. Mm -hmm. That right there can lead to so much uh, happiness. Right, right. And I'm not even talking about their financial Mm -hmm. happiness. I'm talking about just being happy. Just like if you look at somebody, you kind of just like, man, that that guy or gal, they got it going on. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing with your financial life. It's like, hey, no problem. We're going to go on this vacation and we're not going to stress about money. And we know it's not going to affect our short, mid or long term goals because it's extra money. Yeah. What a great feeling. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. a great feeling. Yeah. Okay. Um, do we need to take a break? Or? We do need okay. to take a break. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's a good time to stop. So we're going to continue this discussion on feelings and finances next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. When it comes to your retirement, Do you have an investment manager or do you have a retirement planner? Most people have an investment manager, which is okay for managing your assets, but you need help planning your retirement. You need a professional on your side that understands how Social Security benefits work, how your expenses, how your income, how they all relate together. Give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions. Give us a call at 332-7855 or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Innovative Financial Solutions at 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Brought to you. Wow. 
It's called the Retirement Playbook, and it's brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> and it's we Saturday are, morning. That's right. We are. The, I know. Maybe I need another cup of coffee. Yeah, I think it's coffee time. Uh, we are the retirement people, folks, and we're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on uh, KZIM, KSIM. What a great radio station to be on, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so um, uh, today we've been talking about feelings and finances and so how those two things relate and what gives you confidence. And we had a lot of great discussion there in the first segment about that and uh, being financially stable or excuse me, having financial security is not the same thing as having wealth. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that was the main point of the first segment. And we kind of gave some bullet points as to, you know, what, what it means to be financially stable and how to get there. And, and uh, so in the difference between the two, so we're going to continue that discussion, but before we do, I do have a few things to talk about here. Mm, Um, and, and, and it's really important because this past week, uh, president Trump, signed into law what they call the SECURE Act. And we did a show on this and some of the aspects of of the SECURE Act because we were very confident that this was going to be signed into law. And uh, that, in fact, has now come true. And uh, uh, the the SECURE Act, it actually stands for Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement. And it puts numerous provisions intended to strengthen retirement security across the country. Um, I'm not going to go into all of the details here, uh, but I will point out a few things that I think are, uh, you know, pertinent to, to our listeners. And, um, the first thing on the bullet point, I'm just reading an article from market watch that, uh, let's see, appeared, uh, December 22nd. Uh, and it's basically says what's going on with the secure act and, uh, annuities inside 401k plans. So the CURE Act opens the gates for more employers to offer annuities as investment options within 401ks. Currently, employers hold the fiduciary responsibility to ensure these products are appropriate for employees' portfolios. But under the new rules, the onus falls on the insurance companies, uh, which sell the uh, annuities. Um, The upside, annuities provide guaranteed income over the course of a retiree's lifetime, which is especially beneficial considering so many Americans are living longer fuller lives in retirement. And I would say this, I'll interject there. You know, what these annuities can do for people is what people really uh, liked about pensions in the mm-hmm. past, because that's all a pension is, right. is an annuity. Yeah. Um, and if, uh, you know, if you took a poll vote, I, I would have to guess, again, this is just a guess that that six or seven people out of 10 would uh, trade their 401k balance for a guaranteed income oh, source in yeah. retirement, yeah. you know, just like the pensions used to. Uh, and there are still pensions around for, for people, especially teachers and some city workers with loggers and that kind of stuff. But um, many of the, the private sector mm-hmm. pensions have gone away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that is something you could look at. Let's see what's next here. Oh, increasing the required minimum distribution age. So when you have an IRA or a 401k uh, at 70 and a half, which to me is a crazy age anyway. Right, right. <laughs> Half year weirdness. Half year, right. Yeah. Um, but the SECURE Act says that uh, uh, the required minimum distributions uh, you used to have to take in the year that you turned 70 and a half. Now it's gone up to 72. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, which may have some tax, tax implications depending on, you know, where you're at and your tax bracket and that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, 70 and a half is now going to 72. Now I will say this. If you... We're supposed to take one in 2019. You need to go ahead and do that. This does not, um, this does not remove your responsibility to take mm-hmm. the required minimum out in 2019 if you were 70 and a half in 2019. So this is effective for this is exactly 2020. This, that's exactly right. So okay. this is effective for next year. If you were going to be 70 and a half in 2020 and you were going to have to take money out of your IRA that you really didn't need to, you don't have to do that now. You can wait till 72. So there you go. That's that's one of the aspects of the Secure Act. Um, no more stretch IRAs. So one of the advantages, and we talk about this in our workshop yeah. quite a bit, yeah. uh, which is turning your dollars into a legacy for not only for the, uh, well, obviously for your spouse, they can just then take your IRA over as if it was their own, but uh, uh, but your benefit non-spousal beneficiaries could have taken the dollars and said, I want to pay out the rest of my life. And then you can pass the balance on to your kids. So that was something that we talked about that's an estate planning tool sometimes for people. 
and that is going away. So now what they've said is, is that you have to take the money out mm-hmm. within 10 years. The prior law was you had to get the money. Non-spousal beneficiaries, so in other words, your kids and grandkids, had to take the money out by the end of the fifth year. Okay, so you have five years. You can spread your balance over five years. That was always an option. I don't know if people really realize that. They always. I think a lot of people think uh, it was just a lump sum or a stretch. Got it. Yeah. But you actually had a five-year Correct. Op- opportunity. So so now that's 10 years. 10 years, okay. So, you know, I mean, if, if you had $300,000 and you had mm-hmm. three kids, $100,000 divided by 10 years, you know, so $10,000 a year is what, you know, they would get spread that tax liability out and oftentimes people you know don't really want to get less than that anyway yeah yeah so so you can still extend it over a period of time it's just not as exactly just not over a lifetime exactly yeah okay exactly so there you go that's another big change uh multiple employer plans for small businesses let's see encouraging auto enrollment so now they're given a tax incentive or tax credit for employers that automatically enroll workers into the retirement plans Hmm. Um, so the business is getting a tax credit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're saying here that Nobel Prize winner Richard Thaler, along with colleagues, may have helped Americans save nearly $29.6 billion in their retirement accounts because of his auto enrollment. Is that because people aren't enrolling in the plans? That's they're trying correct. to increase participation? That's correct. Okay. All right. And that's about it. There's more stuff. There's like a bunch of stuff, right? Actually, but, but that's kind <laughs> of the always is. for the for the general public. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be all kinds of things that come out of this, and and uh, you know, I think really, um, you know, the affluent with huge, huge qualified plans, IRAs, and whatnot, four hundred one ks. That's probably one of the bigger changes mm-hmm. is that they're not going to be able to do the uh, the stretch. So, a bit with the benefit. All right, so let's go back to our show today, yeah. our topic, okay. and that is feelings and finances. Yeah, so we kind of ended the first segment kind of talking about, you know, being able to weather through a financial shock. You know, what you what you talked about there was, you know, just being able to make choices on how you want to spend your money versus how you have to, right? That's what you mentioned at the close. Right. So, you know, making choices because you want something is a lot better than because you must do something. <laughs> That's correct. You know, is there a trick to getting to that level of financial well-being? You know... Um, uh, there are some common characteristics mm-hmm. um, that we here at Innovative Financial Solutions realize this isn't a one-size-fits-all model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In order to get a place of financial well-being, okay, you have to think about what you envision for your life. In other words, if you want to travel, if you, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of people say, oh, I want to travel when I retire, if you want to uh, uh, whatever, go visit grandkids on a regular basis. Uh, if you want to own a, buy a house in Florida, if you you know all everybody's goals are different. But here's a fact: <laughs> there's a cost associated with all of these goals, no right, matter what they are. Right. So you just have to put a a, a price in, or a, a, a you know put a put a put a put a monetary value. Mm-hmm to what you want to do in retirement and then you can back into it and create a plan that helps pay for these things and so uh yeah so anyway that's that's kind of the envisioning your life how you want to live and the choices that you need to make now in order to get there Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. in other words how much money do you need to be saving now to get there to have that financial security in retirement for some people it's a natural uh, uh practice uh, to to measure their well-being, uh, financial well-being. You know, we have this service called the Generational Vault, mm-hmm. and you can log in and see all of your assets updated on a nightly basis. Um, and so that's one of the really cool things about our Generational Vault. But if you don't fall into that category, it might be useful to get a habit of what we call taking your financial emotional temperature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, always, and a good time to do it is right now. Right, You know. right, okay. Yeah. Things are kind of slowing down for a lot of people, and and you know we're gonna reset the button or reset the offense, as they say, uh, for for 2020. Yeah, so. absolutely. Okay, so you kind of already mentioned, you know, now's a good time to do that. So tell us a little bit more about how people should do that. Look here, if you need help starting this exercise, ask yourself uh, questions like this: Over the last few months, or over the last year, 
How often did I feel joy, peace, satisfaction, or pride as it relates to my financial situation? Or were you embarrassed and, and felt bad because you had a lot of debt or you made a couple poor choices? How many times in the last few months have you felt negative and stress and anger or helplessness in regard to your finances? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so ask yourself some questions. And then obviously we want to repeat the behaviors that that made you feel good about right, your financial right. situation. Okay? Agreed. So Agreed. Yeah. That, yeah, that, those are the, those are good those are good things to kind of do self-reflection on. So, um do we have time to continue or do we need to take a, another quick break? You know what? Let's go ahead because I feel like we're at a stopping point. Oh, okay. And okay. let's go ahead and take a break here real quick and then we'll be back uh here in a few minutes to discuss more about your finances and feelings. It's next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. There was a time when quality service was epitomized by face-to-face, personalized attention. But technology has changed the world dramatically. That is why we at Innovative Financial Solutions have the Generational Vault, which allows you to consolidate your financial life into one place where you can organize, manage, and track your accounts. Upload important information and view your financial information. To learn more about this virtual safe deposit box, visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning. So uh, uh, we're we're here to give you some education Mm -hmm. about retirement and those kinds of things. But today we thought we'd take a little bit of a break from the hard facts and just more talk about feelings and finances and what makes you feel good and what you should be doing to make yourself feel good right uh and that kind of stuff i know it's kind of a weird um especially for me because i'm not like a huge you know feelings guy Mm, whatever sometimes sometimes (laughs) sometimes you are but 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 my point is is that when it comes to your finances there are certain feelings and discussions that need to be taking place here Mm -hmm. and so let's continue the discussion here but before we do if this is a great time of year to kind of reset the offense, as they say. Okay. And so give us a call here. Give us a call to, to get a customized plan to make sure that you can reach your financial goals for yourself and for your family. It's 573-332-7855. Because it's one thing to hear about things and say, oh, that's a great idea. And it's another to take action to make sure you can accomplish your goals. So we're here for you. We're right here in Southeast Missouri, 573 573- Three three two seven eight five five. Okay, so uh, what are we talking yeah. about next? Yeah, so I think in the last segment, I thought it was good. You know, you talked about, you know, um, you know, if you talk about finances and they're negative, right? That's not a good thing. So um, you want to have positive conversations about your finances and what you're doing, you know, financially. So you know, where do you think some of these negative feelings about finances come from? For most people, I think that at the core of it, it's it's a lot of people's unhappiness comes. Um, uh, to their finances is on issues keeping up with the Joneses is one of them okay uh, and we talk about that a lot you know as far as don't compare your house to your neighbor's house or to your co-worker's house or to your family member's house consider how often you compare yourself to others mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or more importantly think about who you are comparing yourself to whether it's friends family neighbors or co-workers how often are these comparisons negative it is commonly said that a comparison is a thief of joy. And I think that applies to finances too. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, because here's the deal. Everybody, you don't know what's going on inside, right? In other words, it may look like somebody's really happy because they've just got all this money and they got this big house and these fancy cars. But you don't know what's really going on behind the scenes. And are mm-hmm. they actually going to have financial security when you will? Right. Right. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think people just sometimes think people are happy because they put on a persona and they're not always happy. Right. So, I mean, a lot of people can can fake it till where they say fake it till you make it. You know, some people can't. So, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. So that reminds me of uh, remember that that 30 for 30 we were watching on ESPN that uh, that guy that that posed as, as a rich guy and, and then he went and and he bought a hockey oh, team oh yeah yeah yeah. i do remember that he actually was yeah he was a thief 
Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, it really was. Yeah. So yeah. he was he was he was faking his financials mm-hmm. to make it seem like he had enough money to buy a NHL hockey team. This right. was back in like what was it the seventies yeah, or something? Maybe it was, 80s. it was it was a long time I think ago. It was 80s, yeah. Actually. yeah. But but anyway, so so like yeah, he was faking it to make it because he wanted the power and prestige of. I don't even think it was about money for that guy. No, he wanted to just own a team. I think he, he just was more of a prestige. huge fan. Wasn't he a big fan? Oh, yeah. I, I'm trying to remember what his situation was, yeah. but um, I don't remember the exact story. But yeah, I mean, but he. He, and he said that he said he, that was his goal in life. Yeah, but unfortunately, he did it the wrong way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he let's, was. Let's not do no, that. Don't do it that way. <laughs> but that's a true meaning of fake it till you make it. Well, true, true. But then you also get arrested and go jail. So I yeah, don't think that's how yeah, you want to do true. it. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so obviously, you know, we don't want anybody stealing anything, right? Or stealing anybody's joy or anything like that. No, so, we don't yeah. want that. Yeah. But another point to consider is who you look up to regarding your finances. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And is there someone that you admire for how they balance their work-life balance, okay? Or how they manage their stress? Mm. Something you may want to consider when it comes to achieving financial well-being and security Mm -hmm. is to choose a role model that shares the values you would like to mold your life around and who makes wise financial choices. You know, in, in our business, in my business, you know, there's coaches for coaches, mm-hmm. as they say. You know, in other words, you know, we, we feel like we've got a pretty good handle and, and we have financial security for ourselves. Right, right. But there's still somebody that we look up to and we have to make mm-hmm. sure that, hey, man, you know what? They do a lot of things right. That's really cool. Yeah. And it, sometimes you might get a tip that you haven't thought about. So, you exactly. know, that's why it's good to have those conversations. So, yeah. But, but making the conscious decision to think through your financial life and what a comfortable financial financially secure and what that really means can be overwhelming so choosing to work with a trusted financial advisor or services professional can help you in creating financial plans that will give you the confidence for your specific situation Mm -hmm. that's what it's really all about it is. And I know, and I know you talked about this maybe in the first segment, I think maybe a little bit, but you know, what do, what do you look at truly when you're trying to look at somebody's financial well-being? What's something you look at? Um, I would say when it comes to financial uh, security mm-hmm. and well-being, mm-hmm. I think we're referring to the same thing. Here, right. But right. Uh, uh, we also want to spend time talking about why this is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as life stresses go, <laughs> <laughs> Finances are very often at the very top of the list. Absolutely. I think for most people. So, yeah. And while stress is a normal part of life and it is not completely avoidable, it can have ramifications if it reaches unhealthy or prolonged levels. Mm-hmm. We all know that. This yeah. is common sense stuff. Yeah. But, uh, well, and earlier in the episode, we mentioned that financial well-being was the ability to make decisions that allow you to enjoy life more. So, of course, it makes sense that well-being and security in your finances can contribute to your overall emotional well-being, too. Mm -hmm. In other words, not having the stress of, oh, my gosh, we're going to go on this vacation and it costs $2,000 and we really can't afford it and that kind of stuff. So, it's like, hey, we don't want to be there. Right. That's stressful. Yeah, I agree. We want to have stress. Well, like what we just mentioned, there's a... There's no such thing as stress-free. Right, right. You're, you're we want to have gonna... a stress-reduced retirement right. and lifestyle. Our manageable stress. Exactly. <laughs> manageable stress. Manageable. Exactly. Yeah, I remember um, uh, someone in my previous life liked to talk about that they loved when they hired somebody straight out of college. You got to remember, most people have college debt now, right? So <clears throat> that had that had debt and would go buy a brand new car. And they, they liked it. And the reason they liked it is because they said they knew they were going to come back to work the next day. Yeah, they had a paycheck. They got to pay for what they just bought, and I think, oh my gosh, that's like the wrong philosophy to take. That's right? wrong so, motivation. <laughs> wrong motivation. Wrong motivation. That's how you add stress because now you're dependent, you know, on something, you know, and and, and hopefully, you know, you wanted to go back to work, but you know, it's just kind of like, oh gosh, that's the that's the you last know, thing. That you might do. work for like a sales contest, or that might right. work for <laughs> something very short term. Right. That is definitely not a long term employee that you want to have. Right. That's that's just spending every every dollar they're getting. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the only motivation is to make more money so they can buy something else. Right. That's that's not uh that's yeah. not healthy. Yeah. So I bet that feeling of insecure with finances can have, you know, a, a really a, a poor effect, right? On your health and everything. So yeah, on the flip side, uh, we we probably all have real life examples mm-hmm. of times when our finances were not on the right track, 
and it impacted our overall sense of well-being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when, we, when we don't have a sense of overall emotional well-being, sometimes we can make choices that are derived from fear or anxiety, mm-hmm. and that could take a negative toll. Absolutely. Yeah. Another consideration is our relationships with our family and our friends, right? Uh, many people would pref- probably agree that these relationships are more important than their finances. But I think at one point or another, we have let our finances affect our closest relationships. Mm. Yeah. You oh. know, Yeah. W- one thing I would kind of allude to there is like, or give me an example. We have several clients that are friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I would never want something happen with their finances or maybe their portfolio goes down because the market goes down to affect those friendships. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And I'll I'll tell you, when we do this, when we uh, do business with friends or family, which again, we have a lot of, uh, we have that discussion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, hey, this is not going to get in, th- in the middle of our relationship. Right, absolutely. You yeah, know, We're yeah. going to do everything we can to do as best as we can. That's for what you. they say. You got to separate business and pleasure, right? So, I mean, that's the same kind of thing. So, right. you know, and, and you know, finances can cause division in anybody, right? So even if it's simply picking up a check for dinner among the friends, right? So finances can, can affect us all. Yes, yeah. it can. Yes, it can. For, for, for people with strong sense of, of financial security or well-being, it might be easier to feel at peace and fully appreciate the relationships and life that you have. And that is so mm-hmm. true. It is so true. Yeah. It is so true. When we feel financially secure and stable emotionally, uh, I'm sorry, when we feel stable and secure emotionally, not financially, right? we generally make wiser, more calculated financial decisions. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, obviously. It's just, it all works together, <laughs> yeah, really, is what we're saying here. Yeah, yeah. It all works together. Hey, let's be financially secure. Mm-hmm. Let's be just financially secure in our relationships uh, with whoever that may be. And, and it all works together, man. Mm-hmm. It's so important. I agree. So, so important. I agree. So, you know, the, the emotional distress causes a lot of poor financial decisions on the on the flip side of that. Okay. So when you're, everything's good, you're making good decisions Mm -hmm. and when everything's bad. So in other words, like, Hey, if you're emotionally distressed from non-financial factors, you're going to, that's going to cause you to make bad decisions Mm -hmm. with your finances. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, the market's down. I've I've had a stressful month and you know, now my market, my balance in my 401k is down. I'm just going to go in and I'm going to sell it all. Right. Right. You know, and put it into cash or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And so uh, this is why that we, panic feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, this is why we joke about people buying fancy sports cars during a midlife crisis. Yeah. You've yeah. heard of that? Yep. That all goes back to what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when their emotions are not in check, people are susceptible to making reckless or impulsive decisions. And obviously, these may negatively affect their financial mm-hmm. future. So it all works together, folks. So, you know, one of the things that we always say is like, hey, keep it simple. Okay. Do the things you're supposed to do, like save money for your retirement, have an emergency fund. And then, yeah, if you want to actually, number one would have an emergency fund. Number two would save for your retirement. Number three would be, okay, if you've got money to do it, then save for your kid's college. But then, you know, outside of that, it's like, hey, let's enjoy life a Mm -hmm. little bit here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, but how do you know how much to save for retirement? How much do you know how to save for, for your kid's college? Unless you have someone to work with to help you develop a plan. All right. Okay. So we're coming down the home stretch. We do have to take one more break and then we'll finish up the show here next on the retirement playbook with Brock and Danielle. Tax planning can be very difficult and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. 
This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Hey, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning. Yeah. Between 7 and 8 and mm-hmm. right here on KZIM, KSIM. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We've had a good show today, so I like it. Don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, it's something totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm used to like, hey, let's dive into this or that and hard numbers and hard facts and all this kind of stuff. But this is more of a, it's good for me mm-hmm. to have more of a, of a feelings and finances uh, show like this. If if you would have told me that I was going to do a show like this, I would have said, no way. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. It seems fluffy to me. Yeah. But, but it is good. And yeah, it's it a good, good conversation to have. And really, it all centers around uh, wanting people to kind of take control and take mm-hmm. charge of their own financial life and how many benefits there are, not just from, okay, yeah, I've met my objective, but the freedom and the happiness that comes from discussing these things and then, of course, acting upon them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, and it's like I always say every week, it's great that you're listening and thank you for listening, but but if you really want to take control, make a decision now to do some things. So to put more away for retirement, you know, the these limits go up every year on how much you can put into IRAs and 401ks, Take advantage of it, mm-hmm. okay? Do these things that, that that will give you the financial freedom and then thus equal happiness in your entire life. You know, yeah. there's just, it all works together. Yeah, I think I think we just together. realized, you know, that, you know, whether you want to, we say take your emotions out of things, a lot of times you can't. You know, when it comes to finances too, your emotions are there. So, exactly. So I think, you know, our next kind of thing we're going to talk about is, you know, emotional investing. And I'm sure our emotions, <laughs> right, tie into that, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, um, we're gonna we're gonna look at some ways to avoid making emotional investments mm-hmm. using an April 2019 article from TheBalance.com entitled "How to Avoid Making Emotional Investments." Okay. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do that, and 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 so you know what? Let's just go ahead and dive into it here. Right. Right. So uh, so the article we're referencing is how to avoid making emotional investments. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. So you know what are some of the ways the article recommends these? So there's four things that the article mentions that I want to discuss today. Okay. Okay. And and the first one is that that caught my attention was put your investment plan in writing. Mm. Okay, I, I, I just I love this. Right. Okay, and if you work with a a investment, or excuse me, if you well, yeah, investment professional slash financial services professional, right, you should have this. You know, and 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 it, it could be an investment policy statement. You know, that you signed that you didn't realize that's what it was, but but put your put your investment plan in writing. Have a written plan uh, ahead of time uh, that can give you a touchstone to calm your emotions. Mm-hmm during a downturn in the market. And we know downturns do happen. Right. As good as 2019 was, we still had big hiccups. Mm-hmm. Um, or when the market is exceedingly volatile. Okay. So these are good times to put your emotions in check. And, and you can do that more easily by having an investment plan in writing. Uh, by the way, this plan should also include what you uh, should do and what you shouldn't do when the markets are impacting your emotions. Mm. It's a good tie together. Good yeah, tie together. Nice. Yeah. Good? Yeah. So, you know, obviously having a written plan is kind of like, you know, you know what to do in a fire drill or a tornado drill, right? That's why we all practice those. <laughs> so if something major occurs, you already know what to do, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. And that plan or strategy will likely be impacted by the next suggestion from the article. Okay. And, and here it is right here. Know some market history. Ah, that's a good one. That's okay. A good one. And that is so applicable Mm -hmm. to now. Mm -hmm. Why? Because in general, we've been on a huge bull, long bull market run here. Okay. That's gone more than 10 years. All right. Now, last year was a little bit of a a hiccup, but but not much. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, depending on how you were invested, you might have been down one or two, three, four percent, or you might have broke even, you know, somewhere around in that area. Okay. Um, But but that's not that's not what we're talking about. We need you need to know history as in. 2008 right as in 2001 and mm-hmm. 2002 okay that's that's what we're talking about here 
it can be useful to know that markets often cycle between bear and bull markets. So what you are experiencing in any given moment is just one measure in a long score of music. Mm, That's a good tie. (laughs) Keeping in mind that this is just one part of the system to help you ride out the minor notes of a downturn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In other words, a lot of these things are caused by what we refer to as noise. Right. Because if it's not fundamental, what I mean by that is is that if companies are starting to, okay, we're not making money anymore or we're not making as much as we should or people aren't buying our products or, you know, our, our, the jobs aren't there to support the economy. If those are fundamental things, right, mm-hmm. that if those are affected, then, okay, we need to really watch out here and, right. and, and be allocated correctly and those kinds of things. But what's happened in the last couple of years is, quite frankly, noise with the trade war, the election coming up, the yield curve inversion. We refer to those things as noise. Well, okay. and I think just to reiterate what you said earlier, you know, this is why it's important to have a financial professional in your side, because when you're listening to all this stuff in the media, you don't know what to listen exactly. to. Right. I mean, you know, you just kind of go, there is so much noise. How do you kind of go through all the noise? So I think that's, you know, another point to why you need somebody on your side. <laughs> exactly. And so because you are aware of market history, mm-hmm. you can now take advantage of our next tip. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> or actually the article's next yeah, tip. Yeah. The article's next tip. Ready. Uh, but uh, don't check your portfolio too often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't live and die with every moment in the market. Mm. Talk about stressful. Checking every day can drive you crazy with anxiety. <laughs> yeah. You have to have a long-term horizon. And that's not just a blanket, you know, CYA statement mm-hmm. there. That is true, okay? Mm-hmm. You need to have a long-term horizon no matter where you're at in your life. Focus on the end goal and don't check your portfolio every hour or every day. <laughs> Makes sense. And I couldn't agree with this more. Yeah. So is there a way for people to monitor their portfolio without like checking it every day? Yes, there is. You can check it every other day. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but there are many different products and services uh, you can use to monitor your portfolio mm-hmm. and alert you to large scale excuse me, changes in values. Uh, you've heard us talk about our generational vault service here that we have to help monitor your financial picture in one safe digital location. The generational vault is available to you 24-7 anywhere you have internet access. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can also be set up to alert you of any portfolio changes so you don't have to constantly check your portfolio. We, it's all the wealth watch. Mm-hmm. And basically, we can set the parameters together to say if the market goes down 5% or your position goes down 5% or up 5%, you're going to be notified. Right. So you don't have to worry about the, the little changes. If there's something big that's changing, we can notify you. Mm-hmm. How cool That's really that? cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm sure there's other tools that are out there that Mm -hmm. other people can use as well. Yeah. But that's what we use here. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that's a great one. It's nearly impossible to protect yourself from all unexpected trials that might come your way. Mm -hmm. But there are certainly attitudes and biases that can often prevent us from acting in our own best interest that you should be aware of. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So let's go through those again, because I think those are good reminders. You know, what attitudes and biases can 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 cause. Right. You know, as far as things you're this is not going to shock anyone. No, I don't think anything's going to be shocking. Hopefully (laughs) these are all just good reminders. Right. Good reflection. Good reflection. So, yeah. Yeah. There is a tendency tendency. Sorry. uh, Of investors to react much more strongly to negative news than to positive news. That's not just investors. <laughs> that's that's every, true. That's, that's everybody. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> everybody, it's like they say, you know, if something bad happens, you tell 10 people. If something good happens, you tell two, maybe. Yeah. So the same kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, I think. So. In the same sense, we also tend to put too much focus on what is happening mm-hmm. by way of current events and news. What we refer to here is noise, right. as I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Instead of looking at everything from a larger, big picture scale, like, does this really matter? You know, and that's in your in your personal life, too. It's like, hey, something might upset you, but this is really going to affect you long term. Mm-hmm. No, it's probably not. So let's let it go. Why not? Why let it be a stress right now? Mm-hmm. Same thing when your financial life. OK, so regardless of the state of the economy, it might be smart to think long term and how this current period fits into your overall financial plan. 
not just become overwhelmed with the current state of things. As I just mentioned, again, this is it, when you're talking about your personal life, your financial life, your whatever life, you know, the, the, it, it all works together. Uh, it can also prove productive to avoid following the herd mentality when buying or selling simply because that is what everyone else seems to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and by the way, this tends to be uh, the time when investors buy securities at the top prices and sell at the low. Mm-hmm. So buy high, sell low. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. But you know what? That's what that all of this emotional stuff leads to Does bad too. decisions. I think there's a you know point in time where, you know, sometimes for myself, I always have to just turn it off, turn off the TV. Turn it off. <laughs> sometimes just turn it off. So people, you know, we'll get together on weekends with our friends or what mm-hmm. have you. And you, you know, you, you guys are talking about stuff and I'm going like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't want to know. Because I don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not turning on CNN and I'm not turning on Fox News either. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Okay. You got to take a break every now and then. I mean, you have to be educated. Yes. So you, I know what in general what's going on. Right. I'm just saying like, I don't. Anyway, well, and that's not true. You do watch a lot of news and read a lot of articles, so you just like to take a break. You're good at balancing the Give break. Me, yeah, yeah, you gotta have a break. So, but, well, but what I've learned to do as I get older is screen, yeah, and filter, right, right. Like, is this related to anything that I do for a living, or is this anything I'm interested in? No, okay, Boop-doop. that yeah. goes in the delete. That goes trash file. Right. right. In other words, I don't want to waste brain space on trying to learn about something that doesn't, it's not really relative. Well, and unfortunately, now a lot of times it's not relative for a while, too. So, right. yeah. So, obviously, I think this has been a good discussion on feelings and finances, really how it ties together. So, I think this has been a good one. So, it has yeah. been a good one. And we appreciate everyone listening to our show every week. If you feel motivated to create your own personal financial plan or retirement income plan, give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions. It's 573 332 7855. Otherwise, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.